the tea is exceptionally good today. <laughs> Who made this? Mm -hmm. Very delicious. Why don't you spill it, bitch? Come on, let's get with it. You wanna hear it, bitch? You better get it, bitch. I'm talking nasty, juicy, messy. That hot and fire gossip make you wanna call your bestie. What's tea, bitch? When you log on to the gram, you double tap that photo, it goes down in your DM. Now what's tea, bitch? And we are back with another episode of Triple T. What up? What up? Act like we never left. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we technically almost didn't because we just did this on Monday. Right, so, like I feel like because that is that's true. Folks was going through withdrawals. Five episodes, five <laughs> episodes of Housewives of Potomac all in one night. Did you really? <laughs> Surely the fuck did. I had to get some context <laughs> behind what the fuck was going on. Surely the fuck did. <laughs> I can't just be talking because I can't miss nothing. I can't oh, miss my. nothing. I have to. I have to bring it all. I, I have need to know it all. Picture. Well, I mean, this yeah. season looks like. I, first of all, I need for Giselle to come up with another storyline that isn't attacking like, people's union. Yeah, she she. Oh my gosh, talk about the petty police. She just. I can't. I can't stand her. It. It. it that is back like it never left. Is yeah. my disdain for <laughs> Giselle Bryant. But you know what? I feel like whoever her hairstylist is is on our side, because these big blocky oh, ass '90s Barbie highlights that she has in the confessionals, um, it's it shows that somebody has a sense of humor and on her glance. Also, the reboot, the reboot to her wardrobe, which I can't tell happened. Um, <laughs> that too, her daughters for approving of the bullshit. Well, it's probably um, genetic yeah. at this point. It's like nothing that they can yeah. do about it. You know what I mean? It's in their blood. So. Yeah, and they don't know any better. Right. You know, that's all they've been around. So they'll probably <laughs> be bad, badly dressed as well. Um, They're used to patent like leather, Robin bedazzled, photo, uh, bedazzled furniture. Yeah. They're used to shiny Basically. glass dressers. They're used to garage doors and bedrooms. All of the things that Giselle does that is unconventional, very tacky, very cheap um oh, yeah. very tired but shout out to bravo for giving us a fucking panning out on the west wing and, and pointing it out to us yet again um because she was doing home renovations and i was as i was watching this i was so i was like you know what i missed this and i can't wait to go the fuck in on giselle like that's all i could think of i was like oh okay we about to rip this bitch up because <laughs> the two-story shit edition was enough. Giselle's whole life, you know, I it makes so much sense. And I started to, well, let me not say, I started to like, well, I'm, I'm feeling Robin this season. I'm yeah, feeling Robin this season. Yeah, Robin kinda, is step she's, still, she's still hopping on the Giselle train, but she's kind of, she is getting off at different stops. Right. Before right. she gets to the final destination. Because right. I'm sure those, um, those, uh, patent leather laced um bedazzled baseball caps that she's been selling has seen an impact 
due to her riding on Giselle's bandwagon. I think she has more to gain at this point. She has a mortgage to pay. Um, and yeah. unless she wants to lose it all, she needs, again, lose it all hey. again. She needs, she needs yeah. to figure out a way to get in the hearts of people. And the quickest way to I our hearts is yeah. to leave Giselle yeah. high and dry. And I think she's starting to see that. You know, she's starting to yeah. see that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I hope, I hope that she carries on. With Another the way, way for her to not lose it all is this prenup she about to get. So <laughs> I, 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 I pat her on the back for that one. Well, she's, she's trying to keep so, it all. She's trying to keep it all. Keep and it all. Keep I it love, all, girl. And I love the like subtle, like just real light shade when they were like, is there a breadwinner? Um, she's like, yes, yes, there is. There is um, quite a difference in pay, um, which to me, I translated <laughs> as my husband is pulling in a smooth 72k um yeah and he, at cop and, he and basketball really team stressed. he does yeah, he does look very stressed. stressed he does look very yeah. stressed um so he's probably just paying the electric bill over there and whatever car note he has on like the range shit. so you like know keep shit. keep Juan Dixon in your prayers why can't that, that's terrible how are you playing for the damn at least coach Howard I mean, why can't he coach Howard <laughs> like this he nigga, probably oh. can't like what the fact that that. he got the what is it what is it i mean coppin's not a bad school you know they have good qualities about them but But i I think think that their basketball team is that good i feel like so here's the thing if he were to uh be taking the kind of um what's the gentleman's name who decided to coach the hbcus off some like i'm gonna stand with my people and like you know what I mean? I forget his name. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Coach Prime. Um, if he was off some shit like that, like yeah, off my yeah, pro black yeah. shit, I'm gonna try to go to these smaller HBCUs to influence uh, uh, black people who are the top talent in the country to come to these schools to make HBCUs to be able to compete with these bigger, quote unquote, bigger PWI schools. Then I'd be like, oh, look at Juan. Power to the people. His bag already long. He's not looking for like he's not doing it for the bag. He's doing it for the cause. But Juan's bag. It's incremental. It's exactly. very small. Yeah. It's anorexic. Yeah. Um, believe me, yeah. if you will. And I feel like he did this out of it was it, he was destitute. He needed a job. Niggas needed a job. And because he didn't have it all, he couldn't be picky. But I just feel like <laughs> a man who has lost it all um, and and came from playing for the, the Wizards, like you've played in the NBA, like what's going on that like if you decide to coach HBCUs, you're not even, and you're that close to Howard. How do you end up at Coppin and not Howard? It's just not making sense to me. He probably, I, I don't know. I do know him from being a player. So I guess he has the skills, but I don't know. Maybe he's just not that great of a coach. I don't know. Maybe, I don't, I don't know. know. The, there's the sheer number of former professional basketball players. Someone has to coach Coppin. Someone has to coach. Uh, yeah. Someone has yeah. to do it. I mean, and I'm sure all any of these schools would be happy to pick up. Oh, you're an actual like former pro. Oh yeah, you can you can get in right where you fit in. Like so, whether it's Coppin, I'm not going to name any other schools because I don't need y'all riled up. But um, there are lots of maybe not so great non D1 schools where it's like yeah, you could be there. You could be if you take in the you know, HBCU stance, maybe you could have spun it, you know, a little more for PR where you're like, you know, I'm 
proud to be the basketball coach at, you know, University of Maryland, Eastern Shore, like that I, I wanted to be in the community. That's great. Um, but otherwise, you know, it is what it is. People have bills to pay. I'm sure he works there because they were hiring. I'm sure lots of y'all can relate to that. Um, he went on, he went on LinkedIn and saw all the job posting Indeed was, you know, ready to go. It was easy apply. He could just do the one click and the yep. application went through. Like, I mean, I spiritually, I do connect with this man. So, um, you know, <laughs> shout out to him for that direct deposit. You know, he had, he had bills to pay, even if it was the light bill. Y'all know how much light bills are? Gas and electric? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get on that court every every day, sir. You dribble that ball and teach those kids what to do. Hats off to you. <laughs> All right. No, you but why, did somebody say, why did somebody say why he was at the, uh, while Robin was at the office uh, signing her prenup or, or, or putting together her prenup, said uh, Robin at the office and it was the video from the reunion talking about, I'm so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i am so absolutely glad. because oh, she's God. like let me let's let's go ahead and put that infidelity clause in please Damn. let's do it broke niggas so actually, every day the nerve the gall of a nigga that 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 can't put can't put something on the mortgage to be out here picking up bitches in your range the nerve the nerve yeah they they do it every day every oh. it's it's too common and Robin won't so, put it past him doing it again. Right. Ashley went to Candace's house, um, uh, talked to her about her separation from Michael Darby, which we did already know, but now we're seeing it on the show. Um, then they talked about Giselle saying that Chris made her feel uncomfortable when he pulled her to the side to blow some steam about his annoying ass wife like bitch she she you know I I don't like the picture they're trying to paint with Chris Mm -hmm. right now it doesn't even make sense and but I do love that everybody is saying like he cooked for you y'all are friends like you go to his house Mm -hmm. like what do you mean and then them trying to say that he all right I'm getting myself off topic okay um (laughs) it's gonna come up I, I I won't say it now so um, Ashley is already back on the scene. She was spotted out with a fucking hockey player before her divorce is final. But one thing about Ashley she Darby, was- she's gonna find her a rich white man to snuggle up with, and I can't be mad at her for that. I can't be mad. And at her Michael got a vasectomy, so he said, "Bitch, you won't get me again." I'm um, decide- I'm I'm just surprised Michael Soldiers was still marching. At a whole seventy nine and a half. I don't know how old he is, but he's definitely aging in white people years. And oh yeah, yeah. He, Michael looks like his shit is already fried up. So I'm just surprised that his soldiers was able to to fertilize Ashley's eggs at this point. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm wow. really I'm really. I I love that the the public isn't buying this shit, but I do. I I think it's very dangerous to put those allegations on a man in this climate. Like. You know what I mean? Like we know that Candace's mama is is helping them helping on that mortgage. Like we know, and I'm not mad at that because I love for black children to be living the life that white kids have been living for generations. So I'm not even upset about that. Yeah. But like yeah. Michael trying to get on his feet, um, not Michael. I'm sorry, Candace's husband trying to get on his feet. Chris, Chris is trying to get on his feet, and they playing with this man's name. And then Giselle's bringing up some shit that happened like 
before they even started recording. Like, if you really cared, you could have pulled them to the side. And speaking of that, Karen, I want to say she either said it's on Watch What Happens Live or she said it on the show. She said there was another husband who hugged her and did something in a way yeah. that made her uncomfortable. She said it on the show. Yeah, and did mm-hmm. not say their name. Right. Out of You know what I mean? And they asked her, production asked her, can you say his name now? No. <laughs> right, right. Because she's <laughs> she, like, she gonna go to her deathbed with that. Because she's not out here. Because the thing is, is that sometimes things happen and people don't have bad intentions, right? Like sometimes right. you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. But if you're like Giselle yeah. and you married a pastor thinking this man is gonna walk in the light of the Lord, but instead he decided to walk through the pussy of the congregation and yeah. you have that trauma that you're carrying with you, like you just go through and try to basically disintegrate anyone else's family structure. And like, I need Giselle needs therapy probably more than anybody on that show. Mm-hmm. Giselle needs mm-hmm. serious therapy because nothing about her life screams happy. And it's like her trying to convince us that there's a West Wing in this Bethesdian rant, rant rambler, <laughs> no, a damn well we saw that outside door inside. It's like, I just, it's all bad. It's all bad. She got this cheap Ashley's bedazzled ass furniture in the house, painting the walls pink and trying to convince us that all this shit is the cat's meow. Giselle needs help. And I think Robin's starting yeah. to see that. So I'm very excited to, to you see know, those. They must have gave these bitches a bonus or, or a, a major, uh, pay bump because everybody had on fucking Gucci, Versace, Balmain, everybody had like, I was like, okay, bitches. All right. <laughs> we see you. It was all of them though. It was all of them. Um, but see, I think I mean, but Potomac, we, Atlanta's kind of falling off and Potomac's kind of taking the spotlight a little bit. So I'm sure like there was, I think it was uh, the season, Monique's last season, Andy made a comment basically saying like, how does it feel for you women on the show now to be either the breadwinners in the relationship or at least be able mm-hmm. to strongly hold your own. And then that's when Monique was kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing shit compared to what Chris is uh, doing. And then Andy made a sly comment about, well, he was in the NFL years ago, as if to say like all niggas in the NFL manage their money terribly. And Monique quickly got Andy together and let him know that Chris's investments are doing exceptionally well. Just fine. Just yeah. fine. Right. <laughs> So, so everybody, then, um, everybody wasn't spending their money on chains and, and Gucci slippers. Some niggas was putting that shit in the store. Right. Oh. right. And so then uh, Candace and Ashley talk about uh, how they brought back up the shit that Sharice said about Karen sneaking around. Um, you can see where they're going with the previews and then them bringing this back up. They, I guess they're going to try to act like Karen is running around with some other man. Um, we'll see. We'll Nothing like it. a bunch of women without a husband trying to mess up somebody's marriage. Mm-hmm. Like it's just mm-hmm. it's, it's it, there has to be there has to be a different group of people pushing these agendas because it's like none of y'all like everybody's sitting around divorced and bitter and over here talking about what's going on in a married woman's marriage and like and it's not i don't even believe that too how the hell is karen huger on on one of the most watched television shows on bravo sneaking around with some nigga and we ain't seen it on the shade room the math not well they saying this was years ago though remember sharice first put that out and sharice was on like the first season so this is like at least seven years ago so, so people probably wouldn't have known at that time. But who cares at this point? Because it's like the thing nobody. Is, all these rich niggas are fucking secretaries on the on the lowest of keys, right? So it's like 
if Karen getting her back blown out by the pool boy because she in her forties <laughs> and her husband's in his seventies, like is she really a bad person? If she's matching, energy, oh my god, is she a bad person for matching? Energy? <laughs> and, and are y'all bored? And are y'all bored for 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 bringing this shit up? Like like leave this man alone. Like they, God, it's just and Giselle's mm-hmm. always in the middle of this shit. Them bulky ass, chunky ass, husky she, ass highlights. I know. What did Candace say? She was like, uh, you're going to try to put this on my husband. You're trying to take me out of my character. I'm not going to do it. Okay, neck. Right? I'm not going to say anything else. Ankles. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm liking Leah Candace this season. Opening. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> she's doing good. You know, she's acting like she matured some, and I, I like this for her. They trying to take her back though, um, but the thing is, it's justified. So everybody gonna be on her team this season. But speaking mm-hmm. of, okay, so I guess you haven't gotten there yet. I'll let you. I'll let you. You you get to that that scene. All right. Don't forget, in case I didn't. I'm pretty sure I have whatever you was about to say. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Mia is opening her 25th clinic in dc so welcome welcome um so then (laughs) her health is a concern you know we heard we saw that thing and we thought mia had cancer or whatever whatever Mm. uh she has like lymph node problems and like lumps but they are not cancerous so uh what do y'all think about that though like her posts and um like how how she put her posts out there how she explained why she put it out there that way how do y'all feel about that um i think so the thing is is that like for me i'm not really into uh putting a lot of personal information online like that's just not like my thing mm-hmm. um so like if i had any issues that like, god forbid i wouldn't tell anybody like i don't understand the people who like lose um people close to them and they post like an rip but like that doesn't even make sense to me yeah because it's like I are you like expecting it. them to like, yeah like i don't like are you expecting them to like like favorite and share from heaven like what is the purpose of this or like the weird people who give like um parents facebook shout outs when they're not on social media like those types of things confuse me because it's like are they gonna see it i don't i don't understand it i don't understand it so like that doesn't make sense to me but like i also know where no. situation. and maybe she was posting that so this is me trying to give her the benefit of the doubt because i try to be fair this is like maybe her posting it to like raise awareness or like maybe she feels alone and she wants people to like make her feel okay. like not alone i don't know this is yeah. so i don't judge her I... I'm I'm the same generally. I'm like anytime I see like an RIP post with emojis, my brain just sort of short circuits because those seem so <laughs> emotionally. I'm like, removed. what's happening here? I'm like, what's this? But if that's your thing, and I think we are in a weird space where it's like, I guess you would have there would have been like a ye old town crier <laughs> ringing a bell, running around saying this, you know, a few hundred years ago, and now you can just hop on Instagram and make your posts and you know go about your day. So I, it's just sharing information at the end of the day and whatever the intent is, you know, is one thing. I think impact maybe DM DM you and I are like, mm, 
I'm sorry for you. Let me like the post. It's just, yeah. it's, it, it's an odd space to be in, but I feel like for a lot of people, it is, you know, sort of cathartic release and you feel something, I guess, just because I yeah. don't personally relate with that. Yeah, um, I don't You know, sure, yeah. surely go about your business. It's definitely raising awareness. That's always great, you know, being, mm -hmm. um, helping educate folks or what have you, you know, as I'm sure some folks had never even heard of, you know, the specific realm that she was working in medically. So, um, you know, it was odd to me. It's always odd to me, but I don't look at it and like turn my nose up. I just sort of scratch my head and like, well, I'm sorry for you or happy that happened. Or I, I don't know how to respond to this, but I love you. Like that's just, I throw a love bomb and, and keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, something about a dove emoji doesn't, would... doesn't. It doesn't. Something about a dove emoji <laughs> doesn't make you feel like I like, don't need feel your loss. Yeah, it just I don't know. It doesn't sit right in my spirit. But if it sits right in yours, so, you know, huh, I did, I'm I'm saying I I get that because I'm the same way. I don't. I hate that. Like my cousins and all of them like posted when my grandmother passed away. Like, why are you? I don't. Like, oh, and nothing's off. worse and than when they I, post folks in the deathbed. Have you seen that? Like, folks will post a picture of them like kissing. Oh, that's dead insane! Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Are you I, I will. I will. I will, I will look the other way a little bit if it's at least like to me an artistic shot of you like holding the hand and you just right. see the hospital bracelet and that's oh, it. I can. I can work with that. But like, if you take a picture of me while you can literally see my spirit hovering above my bed i'm going to jump back into my body so quickly and uppercut you i'm like especially i'm like you know if i have the dignity to look you know phenomenal and you have you know facetuned me to basically be unrecognizable sure but if you actually post what a lot of people look like where you're dying you are dead it is not a great moment for you you know obviously there there are problems i i those posts always are very <laughs> jarring to just have refresh your feed and that's the first thing you see is nana knock knock knocking on heaven's door i'm like what is she would she would want me to fight you actually i don't know this woman but i I am like something in my soul is just being stirred to, you know, square up because this is absolutely bonkers to post online. Please don't face, yeah, so, face to your dead grandmama. Please don't. No, face. she would want you to. She would. She would. She would throw the wig on her. You know, she got her, her press and curl every two weeks faithfully, her nails done. And you think she wouldn't want you to, to Photoshop her into what she looked like in 1935? <laughs> Open up the software. Just do it. She, it's what she would want. She told me. She whispered to me. You weren't there. You stepped out of the room. But she told me that it was her. It was her final request. So Bring please honor in. that. Bring the hips in. Absolutely. Do the whole body. Head, head to toe. So basically, yeah, I was saying like basically what her posting. Basically, she posted it. She didn't know that she had cancer, but her post made people think she had cancer. And so the women were mad about that and like confused. Like, why the fuck would you say that when you don't even have the fucking test results yet? So from that angle of her posting it and like post made several posts about like her possibly having cancer, but it kind of led people to believe that she had it. So and here's the thing. For them to find out that she didn't have it. This is one of the things that like, I get, but I wouldn't have spoke on, right? So like, 
there are things that I see and are a little bit weird to me, but like, I don't need to say anything about because it's like a touchy subject. So like, it lo- it right. is weird to jump online and be like, post a picture of you with duck lips, um, getting good lighting, talking about possibly having cancer and then like finding out that like you don't have cancer or maybe you don't have cancer, that does kind of seem like maybe you might be looking for attention. But then like at the same time, I don't feel like I need to speak on it. Like I'm gonna leave that alone. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like every, you don't have to talk so, about everything. And the way Mia put it, she hinted toward some type of, I don't know, fucking memoir or something that she's doing. She's mm-hmm. like everything she does, it's it's for a cause or a reason or something. <laughs> and so I don't know. I wasn't mad. Like mm-hmm. if that's how you express. It's not how I, I express, but right. if that's how you express and you need to put it out there for the world to see that you're going through this, you know, okay, that's you. But mm. these bitches acted like they were so like almost offended. And yeah. then for Giselle, they just come right out when they go to the uh, spring event. And she's like, oh, this is what cancer look like. Cancer, no cancer. Bitch, what? I would have smacked that bitch. That's also crazy because you know, to say like, oh, well, you haven't even gotten your test results back, blah, blah, blah. And then two days later, if she had gotten results back that were positive for cancer, you were just screaming at a, at a person with cancer in public or online or where, like in text threads. So like, I let the dust, the dust settle first. Mm-hmm. And then if you really feel that pressed about it, you know, by all means, feel free to go in. But you, you're in the middle of like a hostage negotiation, basically, and for you to act that offended and that you know high up on your horse when there's still a possibility that things are going south for someone and that that's just not the smartest move to me see giselle the thing well she's not smart but the most disappointing thing about giselle (laughs) is that she's a past first lady and you would think like people but the thing is what does that have to do with anything so the thing is Mm -hmm. that giselle doesn't have any coup like there's no like karen to me has a certain like karen phaedra those are the women who have like church level shade right where it's like we're gonna say Mm -hmm. something shady but it's not Mm -hmm. gonna be blunt it's not gonna be tacky like we're gonna do it in a way that's like you 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 gotta really be paying attention to catch it right like a little bit of tact Mm -hmm. to it right giselle has Mm -hmm. none of that giselle is like around the way southeast jail like it's no there's no artistic flavor to, it's just like straight to the point it's tacky it's it's just classless like it's not first lady like at all N- to be fair um, to be fair it's important to remember who she was first lady to you know just for context um <laughs> that's that definitely that's i definitely like whoever you whatever congregation you were first ladying over that will heavily impact um the level and uh skills and abilities the upgrades you had available at the time um it makes sense that she is the way she is uh, is very simply this is fair i'm so glad you just brought that together you brought it full circle (laughs) um so Mia's husband G, I don't know if we knew this, was married when she met him in Miami. Happily and they married were on the beach. Happily for married. everyone to see. Happily married. I did miss that word. Um <sighs> yeah. Not not that happily. Not clearly not that happily. <laughs> right. If you got a bitch that's fucking you on the beach and putting on a show for the watchers, 
I, I might leave my wife too. I don't know. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. I'm being oh, honest. I'm being so honest. I'm, I'm, I'm that type of bitch. It's it, fucked up. Damn. It's gracious. Gee, is that's. But the thing is, Mia. That's how you know Mia is like a woman who owns her pussy. She is so in mm-hmm. full control of it, and it's entire. She got on national television and told America that my husband was yeah. married and I saw him, I saw his bank account, I saw his credit score and I let my pussy do the talking. And, and no regret. Yeah, no, all the sand, in the oh. sand, I know her pH balance gotta be off, but you know what? She's living in a nice house Shit. in Potomac and I'm not mad at the hustle. I'm not, I'm not mad at it at all. Um, and she lets him bring other women into the bed. God. Yeah. Damn, see that Mia is the way like you think mm. I wouldn't? You think I'm gone. I'm gone. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Mia is you know how some women say, you know how some women say it's not that I don't trust you, I don't trust these bitches. Mia is these bitches. Mm-hmm. Mia is these bitches. Mm-hmm. And I can't mad at her for it. I can't, I can't. Damn. I would love to interview uh uh G's ex-wife. <laughs> or we gotta G's. find her. Oh, oh, we gotta find her. Probably back in her mama's basement. Damn, mm-hmm. damn, damn, yep. damn, damn. So uh, then, Karen. Speaking of Karen and class, uh, they go to a tulip garden. Uh, her Ashley, I don't know why. Not Ashley. Yeah, Ashley was there, and Wendy. And they go fucking picking tulips, I guess, so that they can plant in their yard, whatever. And Wendy was mad. They talked about Robin inviting them all to a uh, family fun day. And then because uh, 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 Robin and uh, Wendy got into it, she didn't invite her. And so Wendy was like, oh, wow, I have kids too. You didn't invite me. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Robin probably... I get it. Like, she don't want to fuck with Wendy. So, bitch, I'm not inviting you. But there are kids involved. But the kids wouldn't even know about the fucking family fun day. So, fuck it. Well, I think, so the thing is, I don't think that, so the thing is, I don't really think that Robin thought that the kids were going to actually show up. I think she did that. So it didn't look like I'm holding your kids. um, I'm, 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 I'm involving your kids in the drama that you and I have. Like, I don't think she ever actually thought they were coming. How do you call somebody else and say, hey, can you ask the bitch that I didn't invite to this shit if you can get her kids to bring without her around me? Like, no, that woman wasn't sending her fucking kids. Oh, yeah. I think Robin knew that. I think Robin knew that. I think Robin definitely knew that. But I don't think that that was her intention. I think the intention was to send the message that this ain't got shit to do with your kids. I don't like you. But at the same time, Robin needs to give Wendy some fucking grace because she jumped out the window last season getting into Giselle and Wendy's shit just trying to ride for Giselle when Giselle was dead ass wrong and Giselle put her neck out there and got beheaded um in a moment that is iconic in a moment that is iconic in Bravo history and you know and I think that Robin has to also be realistic with the fact that her relationship in fact doesn't hold water there was nothing that Wendy said was a lie and she knows that so with that being said when you see a woman defending her family and defending her husband's good name you might want to just leave that alone because every, mm-hmm. they, they will pull your card. Your card has been pulled. Karen pulls her card mm-hmm. at every other event. 
it's at it's at the point where Robin doesn't even give it energy because Karen pulls her card whenever whenever she sees a deck available. So like oh, I think yeah. I think that that was a moment that Robin should have just let go, and I don't think she should hold on to that because you jumped out there, you got buck, you started getting loud, and. Wendy embarrassed your ass because you could have just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You could have just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I guess they were, and I guess they were tired of the beefs because Giselle and Karen are like talking again. And Giselle went to Karen's house, like Ashley going to Candace's house, like their beef is squashed. Like there's a big piece missing in this puzzle. That when did everybody reunite? It must have been on fucking spring break. Everybody <laughs> got that cool. But I think Giselle has Karen, motive. I think Giselle's only motive is to get back in Karen's good graces because Karen is clearly a fan fave. And she has more to gain being Karen's friend mm-hmm. than not being Karen's mm-hmm. friend. Um, but when she's not Karen's friend, it really shows how witty Karen is because she keeps her foot mm-hmm. on Giselle's neck. I mean, all of the drags are easy, um, low hanging fruit, if you will. But yeah. yeah, I think that she's just, I think it's all like, she's moving in a tactful way, I feel this season. Now with Ashley, and Candace, I don't know what the intention is there. I guess Candace is just genuinely trying to get to know Ashley without Michael's mm-hmm. sick, nasty ass, um, mm-hmm. ass grab himself uh, in the picture. <laughs> in the picture. Uh, yikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Michael loves to grab an ass. He loves to grab an ass of a producer. Um, I, I, I swear. Allegedly. I didn't want to do this. I didn't, and I don't, and I won't, but I just want to say that his his children look just like him. That's all I can say. I'll leave it at that. But it was just like, oh my gosh, man. Oh my God. They really do. And it's crazy because Michael is like an old white man. So it's like, I've never seen, like, I've never seen, like, I've never seen no shit like that before because it's like, I don't even know that. I don't think the kids look old. I think it's that their father is old and they clearly resemble him. And even when you look like your grandparents, like you see people who look like their grandparents, they don't really look like their grandparents until you see their grandparents when they're young. You know what I mean? Like you see grandpa right, yeah. in, the, right. in the fucking, in the forties and you're like, damn, I really look like grandpa, but ain't nobody looking like their grandpa at like 72. like you know what I mean so I think that's where it's like you see you see little Dean Darby and it's like it throws you off like they're cute kids they're cute kids but it's just (laughs) it's just like you see it and it's just like it's like some shit you just wasn't ready for you know what I mean it just basically that's 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 where I was and I thought about it several times and I'm like I'm not gonna do it but I have to I have to say it like everybody's thinking it yeah those are his kids those are his kids those are clearly his kids yeah those are his kids that's all clearly clearly (laughs) and I thought the little one had a little more hope but then I caught an angle (laughs) I was like fuck so not a little more moving on all right so uh (laughs) Candace got a feature from Trina um, so I guess she's moving along in her musical career and her little sister didn't even know who Trina was, which shows a lot about this generation that's coming up. I don't even Wait, think who's Trina. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can hear the <laughs> about to say. And, and, and the fists clenched through the mic. Like, let, me, let me cut this off really quick. <laughs> no, the thing, I don't even think it says anything about this generation. I think it says something about the environment that Candace and her sister grew up in. 
Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Yeah, that's they are true. they are from the country club. I think Candace and her sister yeah. probably didn't learn how to grease their scalp until maybe the seventh or eighth grade. Um, yeah, like you oh, know yeah. what I mean. Like, and it, it's also I guess Candace is literally married to a white man, and Candace is not yeah. ugly. So one or two, th- and she went to an HBCU. So how do you go mm-hmm. to an HBCU? So it's probably Candace's mouth because I think Candace probably made every man that she was with hate themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. so there's that. And I also think that it makes sense for Candace to be with a white man because she probably has been in white spaces her entire life, probably went to an HBCU and felt out of place, probably didn't feel Mm -hmm. at, at peace with, um, with her inability to be able to blend in with black people who have probably been around black people most Mm -hmm. of their life. Um, so yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. it makes sense. I'm surprised Candace knew who Trina was low key. She probably found out who she was when she got on love and hip hop Miami. Went to the Grammys. (laughs) uh so wendy has kidney stones i don't remember that they played a clip from Mm -hmm. prior from a prior season i didn't remember that she had fucking kidney stones she need to slow the fuck down bitch losing hair and shit and you trying to open a fucking club and a lounge and shit bitch you need to sit the fuck down you got enough going on yeah Uh, then her mother got rushed to the hospital and then she like oh you know what let me chill because i do want to be around in 30 years Stupid bitch, like come right <laughs> <Stupid> bitch. <laughs> so Wendy, yeah, I still don't much. like her. I, I, like her. I, I like Wendy. I like Wendy. I like Wendy. I, I like her success. I don't like her, the person. So the thing is, when Wendy first came on, I thought she was trying too hard. I thought she was trying, like she was pushing for a moment too aggressively for me. Like it was like she was trying way too hard. Like it's like she was picking fights with people. Once she had that moment with Giselle and Robin where she stuck foot in their ass, I feel like that was from that, like those words that she said, that hate that she spewed was so justified. And it was from the heart because you was coming for her husband. Um, And that was the Wendy that I had been waiting to see. Not the Wendy who spent all night coming up with a good drag, a Wendy that dragged from the soul. And that's what I was able to see. (laughs) Um, And now that I got that, I think she's gotten a lot more comfortable because I think the fans have come to her side um i think they've 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 sided with her so i think that she feels like she has a good place um but i don't like her trying to like make amends with giselle and robin like i think if robin it makes sense right because robin got well no it don't make sense because robin low-key deserved it but i have a little bit more understanding for her trying to make peace with robin because robin was just like robin got like like ricocheted low-key (laughs) like like she got straight bullets like like she was just shooting when he was out here shooting and robin just happened to be in the house and (laughs) so it's like i can understand her trying to like fix that with robin a little bit i don't understand why robin isn't receptive to it because loki i don't think wendy had to do that it makes a little bit more sense but i don't think she had to do shit um but yeah i fuck with wendy she don't like her i don't you i all you said is valid i still don't like her i still don't Um, like her. i just (laughs) we 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 oil and water we're oil and water (laughs) no i just don't like she's too arrogant for me um i think that she looks down on people i think she thinks she's smarter than everyone and she has no accountability i can't fuck with nobody that don't have accountability like that's one of my number one i don't fuck with you things no, and she has zero accountability. Because so at I, the burn I, session, mm-hmm. at the burn session, she's like, I'm going to go first. I'm like, okay, bitch, okay. But then you got to give a fucking reason for some shit. No, take it. Take what the fuck they're saying to you. 
and say, I'm sorry and move the fuck on. You can't do that. You always got to try to explain something or flip it around. No. And that's why I don't, I don't like her. I can't deal with her. I can't deal with people (laughs) like that. I, I just think you. about you in my life and mm-hmm. you couldn't be in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I guess uh, I thought she did a good job, honestly, at the burn session. I did. I thought she, she, she started, did a good job. she started with a good job. She started, Robin did way too much. Um, don't know what got her all fucking hype. She does need to get control of her emotions. You have to learn how to give it back to people the way they're delivering it to you. Like, you don't always need to stand up. You need to just say what's on your mind. And I feel like if she had articulated how she felt, they could have had, you know, a whole conversation about some shit. And then we could have gotten more out of Wendy. But Robin couldn't, she couldn't do it. But I do, I do think that Wendy thinks that she's smarter than everybody because she has all of these degrees. Um, I won't say that that is far off, um, but I do think that the internet did a really good job at humbling her because she came in um, very condescendingly, very um, like in your face with all of her degrees. And I think the internet did a pretty good job of getting her together because I haven't seen her um, bring up these degrees at all actually she said it she did she said it this episode what did she say she said what did she say hold on because i i it it always hits with me because it's like bitch why you always gotta say something why you was she was she doing to put somebody else down because if she brings it up and she's not trying to put somebody else down then I'm okay with uh, it. What I have an issue with she is when said, she says oh, people no. like you refer to me as Dr. Wendy. I'm like, whoa, now people right. like you. <laughs> people said, like you. She said, no. Patience? They, what do you she mean? Said <laughs> that she needs to, oh, she said she doesn't study psychology or something like that. And then she said, she said something. Okay, she didn't say the degree. She said, I don't study something. I study politics because mm-hmm. she had to do some MSNBC thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that she just, uh, she just, uh, she's just off putting to me. I don't, I don't like her. (laughs) So the burn session, uh, you know, it put someone on the hot seat and then everybody could, you know, say Mm -hmm. what they had to say to them so that they got try to clear the air. Um, And so then she, when it came to Robin, this is why Robin got mad. She said that she owned her part for what happened between her and Robin um and Wendy was saying Robin was like okay but I don't accept it like bitch whatever and Wendy was saying I mean you were gonna fight me um and somebody had to physically hold you back and Robin was like um oh yeah hold on I got one other thing too Robin was like nobody touched me nobody had to touch me to make me sit down and then production clearly showed Sharice did touch her but it was just a touch like she didn't have to like fully restrain her her back like oh my god it was just a girl go sit down like a little touch a brush right if you right but she was definitely attempting into um Wendy's face my problem though is is that it seems like this group plays this back and forth with like we're above violence um but then other times they're not Mm -hmm. And Wendy seemed mm-hmm. to be in the place at this specific moment of um, it seemed like you were coming to fight me and I'm just a poor little defenseless deer. But I remember when right. Giselle was speaking on her husband, she threatened to slap the shit out of her. So it's like mm-hmm. either either you're about that life or you're not. Um, 
We got to figure out what the truth is. Robin's delusional. She thinks that we don't associate with her being aggressive because she has gotten buck and yelled and raised her voice and gotten aggressive plenty of many a time. With everybody. With everybody. Um, those shoulders definitely seem to give linemen to me. And oh, yeah. nothing oh, about yeah. that she, build, she, that stature <laughs> says you won't close line still, of bitch. Still a full back. Still, still a, a full, full, full not, not to be confused with a half. And I just, I don't, yeah. no, this is another conversation that they're having online. And I thought this was very interesting. They're saying that Robin gaslighting, because um, they do this all the time on uh, Potomac, and I don't really know. It's most of the time not relevant, in my opinion. They're saying that Robin gaslighting Wendy about being held back is feeding in to Robin and Giselle being colorist. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't, so can we not? Can, can we, we not? not? I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a whole, they gave it a whole shade room slideshow. I was, I was like, oh, maybe it was the, uh, it was one of those damn blogs. And I was like, wait, I'm not. I'm not understanding, but yeah, that was definitely a topic of conversation. Reach. I can't reach. I can't reach that far. Um, <laughs> I just and and that just like took energy out of my damn body. <laughs> like I don't have the wingspan. I don't at all. Oh my god! And so then now the thing I have a problem with is Mia now saying. Uh, so Ashley says, okay, so I don't know if we mentioned that Giselle, Giselle pulled Monique to the side and was like, oh, I just wanted to let you know that at the reunion, uh, I felt uncom uncomfortable because Chris asked me to go talk to him in my room. Uh, they were at a hotel. And so her glam squad had left. And so she said she immediately felt uncomfortable. I do remember talking about this. Anyway, so she tells, she's like, Monique's asking her, did he touch you? No. Was he aggressive towards you? Did he say something? No. Just that he was in my room and nobody else was there. It just made me feel very uncomfortable from the man that has cooked me dinner several times and I've been to his house and like, like we're friends. Then them saying, then Ashley tells Candace, oh, Chris slid in my DMs. But Chris replied to your story because he was at work at two o'clock in the morning, saw your story and was like, oh, you should have came to the W. That's sliding in your DM. Like, I need them to put things in context. Then Mia says that he was staring at her as she was dancing. And I'm so glad that production showed he wasn't even looking in her direction the whole time oh my god i feel like mia mia really thinks she looks better than she does i and i think that is the problem i think mia thinks that she is she is the bell of the ball because she spent a lot of money making sure that all the facial expressions that she once could show are completely gone but the reality is it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work out the way that i think she thinks it does like i don't think everybody wants to fuck Mia. I, I know that G, G was, was low hanging fruit. You snatched that up, got you a husband. And I'm not mad at that. You played the game and I'm so proud of you for it. But like mm -hmm. all in all, I don't think that Mia is turning heads. I think Karen is, First Karen of all, is probably 30 years older than Mia and Karen is turning more heads than Mia. 
Uh, no. No, no. No. Oh God. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So you uh, think Mia's what? bad? Mia is my Marlo. Okay. I love what? Mia. Um, oh, she be lying like shit. Oh, she be lying wait, like shit. Wait, she wait, wait. Like <laughs> wait, wait. Mia is what your Marlo. So that's the hill you died on is the Mia hill. Listen, she be lying, right? Because uh, I don't think it's okay. You would drink Marlo's bathwater, I feel like. I, I, you feel, oh, that, yeah. way of, you feel that way about Mia? Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I just the bathwater tastes think... like plastic. I feel like there's probably chemicals in that bathwater. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She would give me some type of no. I don't know. <laughs> Land I don't know. Poisoning. I'm not getting the bathwater <laughs> now. The bathwater thing—that's Marlo. That's all that. But Mia, I don't know. It's something about her. I think it's her whole presence. I like how she moves. I like how she talks. I you like, like how that she dainty shit. She always looked like a classy bitch. Like she always got a fucking blazer over her shoulders and shit. Like, um, I just I like her presence. I like yeah. it a lot. And while I don't excuse her behavior, it's it's excused. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate the the honesty and the transparency. But yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. get it. Mia to me, I, all that like chop, chopped up and botched up and fake ass lips and can't smile correctly. And like all that shit to me <laughs> makes you look like a brat's doll and it's not like cute. I think Mia to me is the least attractive woman on the show. What? Yeah, dead last. Not it's Robin. Like, hell no, no, uh-uh. I think every, literally. Robin looks li- funny. The least attractive, but Robin looks real. Like Robin looks white Funny. woman adjacent. Robin looks like Robin yes. looks like white woman adjacent, but Robin looks right. like a human being. I feel like Mia looks like she, a robot of some sort. Like she doesn't look. Yeah. She looks out of this world. And the thing is, there's she nothing looks wrong. Futuristic. Like, she looks <laughs> exactly precisely. <laughs> she looks like Xenon in the face. And like I think, I think like there's nothing wrong with getting work done, but like. Don't be lazy with the work you're getting done. Like, why is it like, like, I feel like, like Kim, Chris, like the car, like how they've gotten work. Some of them, Kylie jumped off the edge. She went off the, the, she jumped off the balcony with her shit. Courtney, like Mm. get mild work done. Like, why are you getting aggressive plastic surgery? And then like, the thing is, Mia is like either a light-skinned black woman or half black. There's nigga there. So it's like, why would you pay more money to like, inflate your lips to look silly like why was the nigga lips that you got not enough like i don't know is that why is that why what's, are black women taking it to the extreme leave the shit alone we got good genetics what's, what's your opinion saint what's your opinion on me she she reminds me of um just reminded me of the fact that so many black people unfortunately if they're getting work done ultimately if you're happy with the work you have more power to you you know you are looking in the mirror every day go about your life but in my mind i'm like if i were to ever you know get my handsome squidward face work done um (laughs) then i ideally would go to someone who knows how to do like 
an ethnic rhinoplasty or like like do things to <laughs> work with black faces and features specifically i also am like i'm on google images now just like i'm on probably page 15 staring at mia just trying to figure out what's happening um <laughs> i it, it's all it's just it's very interesting i also don't know if she's mixed or fully black or what have you someone maybe she just has one great grandparent that's black that's all it takes half the time <laughs> um but the face it's very instagram model yeah. sort of Ryan seemed like the Claremont twins kind of how <laughs> I, I, I just can't imagine me personally being like oh I need to get my lips done like God thankfully has blessed me in that category if I was of a different you know skin tone maybe that would be a concern but there are just mm-hmm. if she's happy with it like like I said good mm-hmm. for her but um you know those are maybe not the aesthetic choices I would make um <laughs> but if you're rich and bored i mean that's that you're in the doctor's office half the time anyway just to keep busy like you know I, I, she it was either this or you know burning her house down i don't know it was it was mm-hmm. a choice but um yeah as her personality she seems fine um i i i'm more in the rob sphere i like um giselle and not just because i appreciate her to be gremlin and you know to the, the whole act. Mia, I have a lot of flavor for her. I love the um, producers or one editing room was like, oh, a new cast member this season is going to be the playback screen and they need to have someone on call. So when someone says something, oh, you know, he was looking at me while I was dancing and the TV screen who had a big one right next to them can immediately cut footage of no one looking in your direction at all. I would like <laughs> some form of accountability there just to really keep things. Yeah, and all she gonna do when they call her out, like at the reunion, she can be like, I mean, I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see like, him then and there. I want to see it in the moment, real time. I want to see you respond to you lying in the moment <laughs> that that's all i really oh, want she, for these that, people she's, she's done it she's good at it too that's when she will take the accountability she'd be like i mean that's how i interpreted it <laughs> but um i don't know i just like her i just do um we spent a whole hour on mary to medicine so oh, potomac uh i'm shit my bad yeah let's, <laughs> I, I let's, got that all I, yeah let's go ahead and move on down the, move on down the road all right so Andre and Elizabeth, uh, they went to the Grand Canyon. Um, they had shoes on their bed. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. Um, the, both of their fathers or whatever come because they wanted to, they, so they're pregnant. Um, no, 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 she is pregnant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are <laughs> expecting, he is not pregnant. She may show me what you won't do. What you won't do. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm just I'm reading the transcript from the show. That's all. That's yeah, all I'm yeah. doing. She said that. She said it. She said I'm the one going through a full body motherfucking makeover, nigga, and that's you. But see the um, thing. So here's the so, thing, right? That used to bother me until I was. Um, experiencing what it's like uh, to, to, to be with a pregnant woman and be a decent motherfucker. Um, 
when you treat your wife like she's handicapped while she's pregnant, it it feels like both of y'all motherfuckers is pushing that nigga out. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like dead ass. I contemplate if I want a third from the amount of, of shit I put on my shoulders while she was pregnant with the second. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, and that's just me being honest because like, I think with the first child, it wasn't as bad because we didn't already have a child, right? But mm-hmm. once we had a child and then went for the second, I would a lot of times be doing everything around the house. Now mind you, we were also moving into a house while we were pregnant, as well, while she was pregnant as well. But like doing all that by yourself and try to maintain a child, mm-hmm. A, I would mm-hmm. like to give a shout out mm-hmm. to single parents because I don't know how y'all fucking do it. Um, two, that was a lot. It was a fucking lot. So like when we talk mm-hmm. about having a third, I almost have to emotionally prepare myself because I'm like, shit, with mm-hmm. one, with one trying to carry that shit on my own was a lot. But mm-hmm. two, like, I don't know. We might have to just tap out and call it quits with what we got. We might just have to leave it alone. <laughs> So like, right. yeah, I don't know. I also don't know what, what Andre is doing. I can't speak for, for that nigga. I can't speak for him, but I'm just saying for me, God damn. <laughs> yeah. Mike, based off of how much they were losing their minds over to trying to construct those very simple <laughs> base level signs. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see a glitter Sharpie. I didn't see, you know, <laughs> Yeah, it, they weren't making banners. These were very, it was black and white text. And the mm-hmm. fact that they were about, I, I would say about 14 and a half seconds in before someone started screaming. I'm assuming he's not doing, you know, any heavy lifting um, in that relationship. Um, and, and the final result, I will, will say, was abominable. I was shocked that that is what they went with. And I knew what the plan was. And I was still struggling, like, what is this? The way they laid this out, the baby is not helping. Why I don't know why they, they included her. She should not why have been a part of the plan that? at all. At I'm all. like, this is this was just it was it was a, a, a dumpster <laughs> fire. And they having another little oh god, let me. I'm not going to keep talking about people, kids. <laughs> you turn it over a new leaf. I know it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. Oh, uh, she, and she still, she still looks like uh, uh, she should have been in the cast of um, Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh but um, yeah, I just, so they I love, out. I do love that that Andre is is consistently earning his keep, breaking Libby's back. Just letting us know why he's able to cuss her ass out. Every time Andre cusses her ass out, Angel gets his wings. I just think mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Like mm-hmm. the anger and and just the 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 power and just disdain for well, you will do it then. Like it's just right. That's right. <laughs> what are you saying? Let me do this over here. Let me do this. We're doing this over here. Take your OCD <laughs> bullshit and go upstairs. Like it takes everything in his spirit not to send Libby's <laughs> ass through a wall. And like it's I just... love him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love him. I they're my do. favorite toxic relationship. She, she, they're not. I don't think they're toxic. They're happy. They having kids. I think they're 
the most healthy relationship, honestly. He's cutting out the cancers in their lives that are giving them problems. I'm not saying he didn't contribute to the relationships being fractured. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Hold on. So do you think, do you think that, do you think the family, Andre's influences and contributions excluded, is toxic in a general sense for Libby altogether? Hell yeah. You see, they said, they said it themselves. That the family was fucked up. Charlie been a drunk asshole. They been. They said that. No, Charlie. Charlie that. is definitely the problematic youngest child who, like, probably was babied, has no self control, and gets excuses made for him his entire life. And I think he's the only boy too. So that comes with mm-hmm. like, you know, so like he probably so the mom, you know, is gonna be over there, like, oh, he can do no wrong. It's fine. Like she did it earlier yeah. in the season. So like Rob I get Kardashian Charlie. Vibes. Yeah, right. Literally, boom. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. So, like, yeah. get it. Charlie, Charlie is falling into that, and he probably needs some therapy. I'm not saying Charlie's not toxic, but to say the entire family is toxic, I think that they're just annoying no, us little so, white girls. Yeah, and but no, but they're they, those are the worst kind. Them motherfuckers, they counting, they counting everybody's blessings. Dad's giving you this. Oh, he's not giving you that. They probably got the will written out in a way. You're going to get this percentage. You're going to, they are some, I feel like they are some nasty motherfuckers and they all about money. And I don't feel, I mean, they have the overall general look of a nice family, but I know they got some deep rooted issues over there, believe because those sisters are very judgmental and try to control like what Olivia does because she's the youngest. And so, man, yeah, they, they got issues. Now, I'm not saying that Andre didn't contribute to that because he definitely did. He probably started it. But <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> but I just... <laughs> I, I I like him. I think he's straight to the point and he don't put up with their bullshit. So they be fucking with him too. So whatever. But if someone's trying to get you deported from the country, um clearly there are some very deep rooted issues um, <laughs> existing between folks. And we don't know that for sure. I'm hey, I allegedly, put it past allegedly. Them <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. I don't honestly, I don't think they did that. I don't. I, don't I think, really don't. You don't think that but, they would go that far? I do, but then I just in my in my shundo, I just feel that I don't think they did that. Is, is she from is she from Florida? Yes. Yeah. Make that up? Okay, yeah, yeah. someone definitely did it. Someone definitely <laughs> did it. <laughs> right. And it was probably Charlie. Charlie and his wife. Oh my god. But see, that's the type of shit though. That's the shit white people be on, man. I'm telling you. Like <laughs> Black people will just cuss you the fuck out and be like, I don't know what's wrong with that motherfucker. And then it'd be over. Like some white people, please. You think the motherfuckers, them niggas? Yeah. You think they're not gonna go vote for Trump so they can get your ass up out of here? Exactly. So uh, Usman and Kimbali. Um, Usman's mother wants him to meet with another woman uh, just because she wants the other woman to be his first wife. And Kim is not trying to go for that shit. So she's pulling out all the stops, decorating the whole fucking hotel room. Um, Usman predicted to tell her he will not disobey his mother for anyone. 
Um, you better ask baby girl Lisa. Um, and Kim just doesn't want to be the second wife. So she proposed to him and he said yes. And then went on the date with the bitch that his mother tried to set him up with. <laughs> so I, I just, don't know what's uh, going to happen here. I love that she tried to act as if her son was some sort of genius for having critical thinking skills. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was probably... Like, that was He's probably a smart like, cookie. I'm like, is he? This, is, this is baseline. This is baseline. <laughs> you know what? That does make sense. Maybe I do look like a basset hound in the face and he doesn't really take me serious in a relationship. Wow, my yeah. child is so smart. Goodness gracious. I just... I really wish all of these international couples would go through some sort of, I know none of them have gone through any form of marriage counseling. I know like pre-marriage counseling, that's very apparent. I wish they would do like cultural competency though, because mm-hmm. even for her to say, well, I don't want to be, I, I want to be the first wife. And it took me a second to understand what she meant. And then it clicked where I was like, oh, you mean like, I thought they were going to get divorced or something. And I was like, oh, no, you mean like first of like the harem. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still even for you to say all that. Do you realize that this man is going to have a child with this woman? Like, that's the the goal. Like, so I don't even know if she really grasped the long term relationship that was being, you know, put on the table, I guess. If you are down that bad, I would fight to be the first wife too. I'm like, this is the least I'm going to get out of this. Like, I, I already am humiliated. I and I'm like, as much as I'm an anarchist in so many ways, I for myself am very traditional marriage. You and me, that's it. We have our kids, right. our white picket fence. Maybe it's you know sage green or something to mix it up but very much the, the the traditional construct. So to even enter a realm, I wish my mother would call me talking somewhere over <laughs> yonder, talking about, well, you know, he's he's really thinking about, well, I, I, I think I just, I love her to pieces. I would die for that woman. I would hang up the phone. I would assume she just is being, I'm like, I would call Interpol, some sort of international authority. I'm like, she's being held hostage. Clearly, so her brain is broken. Yeah. Something is off. This was her but, cry for help. She was signaling to me. Um, but if that's your mom in that situation, I guess you, you're just par for the course. But Saint, don't forget also, Usman is not even pushing to come to the U.S. So while she comes home, he'll be in Africa. With Shucking and driving. And his- Shucking and driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Back breaking. Back breaking. Backing up other wives. You know, just, I'm like, you saw in the preview where he was like, oh, I, I didn't even want to come here. Now that I've seen you, let me get your number. I'm like, what is happening? I feel like this is a fever dream. Why? What? So you're going to be an ocean apart. And what, what exactly, what is your long-term plan for this? I'm so curious. I can't tell how much she's thought this through. Not at all, I have to assume. Um, but it's very mm-hmm. odd to me to have made the voyage all the way to this foreign country and now you are just now starting to piece things together thanks to the help of your son who's a sophomore in college like what's happening what are we doing? Oh my God. she's an idiot 
but she just cussed her friends out before she left because they weren't supporting her. So she she she's just she's she's down bad. Lost in the sauce. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Michael and Angela, she needs to be taken off of the show. She needs to be taken. She needs to be taken off the show. Like she called his man another bitch. See, the thing is, TLC um, protects Angela because I have heard from like other people who have been on the show multiple times it seems like where Angela has said or done extremely problematic things but production has edited it out they know that Angela's redneck ass is good for television that's another one who is definitely getting her plastic surgery um doctor recommendations from Groupon um well they can't do shit with that damn skin (laughs) (laughs) that damn neck (laughs) saggy ass shit fucking neck Look like a goddamn slouch sock. I love. Oh, but Angela's contributions. <laughs> to it's just Angela's contributions to the show is just because Angela's problem is she. I feel like Angela's problem is she's a white woman who loves the sun and she loves nicotine. That is a dangerous combination. I know. I know. Every kiss tastes like battery battery acid. Mm-mm. I know. It's a dumpster fire. In that so mouth. basically, Michael said he would take the Instagram down. Then after they fucked, he said he wouldn't and he was holding his ground. But she should know. Fuck, she know about hold your ground and shit. She she should be all right with that. All it is, um, though, the thing is, and I get why he's not taking it down. That Instagram has bag attached to it. And that's what he said. But do we think he's telling the truth? Well, I'm sure there's probably bad bitches in the Instagram as well. But I mean, Angela mm-hmm. fucking pussy probably tastes like my falls. I'm not going to like be mad at him for that. <laughs> Give this man his citizenship. Oh, Michael has acted like he was sexually attracted to fucking Angela for far too long. I've never seen somebody yeah. deserve a green mm-hmm. card as much as Michael does. Yeah, yeah. I, and he's the only I, one that don't have it. <laughs> my, my head was spinning, I think, almost exclusively during their portions of the show. <laughs> Why? I'm like, you just, you mentioned Groupon and the rabbit trail going down that. I have seen too many TikToks of people talking about how they got veneers in like Turkey or some of these other countries and they just put in like one entire strip of teeth with no spaces between them the floss or any of that and i i'm gen i said this i say this out of genuine concern i'm terrified of what might happen to angela with those teeth like i just was it i i clutched my chest the first time they did like her little confessional section i want for her to get if nothing else out of the show forget love i want her to get some like an oral b sponsorship or something for someone to go in <laughs> and and correct the work because i know it's coming down the pipeline it's making me nervous if you get a gum infection you can like have heart problems and die i want her to get whatever work that take it out right now and put something else <laughs> in done by an actual professional it's making me so anxious every time she's on the screen that aside I, I, at my big age, cannot imagine an Instagram post taking down my relationship. But if that's all it takes, um, y'all, the foundation was built on, on sinking sand anyways. You know, you didn't have a chance to start. Um, so I, I would say, y'all, y'all are a thousand years old. What are you, is this the argument? And then for the friend, Renee, or whatever her name was, to be like... Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael, you didn't you didn't share all of this with me. Um, so I'm I'm gonna have to check out. Everyone just looked shocked 
my person. I'm like, is, is this, y'all? Please be serious. Can we just can we can we gather ourselves? Can we just, let's just hold hands and pray about this? Because the fact that this is going on, you're down by the pool, screaming as best you can after years of smoking have taken away, you know, some depth <laughs> in your voice. It just it it just seems like a bad situation all around. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right. So uh Bilal and Shida. Um, I think this is the first episode. Well, no, there have been a couple episodes that I like. Oh, oh, I'm talking about one that we're not covering. But basically, she's being unrealistic about this yoga studio. Like, no prep work has been done. And she's like, let's rent the space. And he's like, you do know that the fucking rent needs to start being paid on the space, right? Do you have, have you done any marketing? Do you have a plan? Like, Shida, you gotta, you know, you gotta realize how to how to do some things. So I was with him on that. Um, and then she was given online. So DM, to your point, um, I know I always tried to stand with Shida about her flourishing business back in Trinidad, but <laughs> seeing the three Zoom bubbles on her free <laughs> online class, um, I have to give it to you. Um <laughs> <laughs> she, she got to chill she got to chill when they the thing is um, is that like at first i was trying to give her the benefit of the doubt i felt like but the way that uh his ex-wife um spilled a, a boiling kettle um and of tea into the cup um in regards to her flourishing yoga business that she had back in trinidad that gave me all that i needed and it's like, I love her, <laughs> but at the same time, I can't, <laughs> I can't make sense <laughs> out of nonsense. So like, yeah, yeah it's, it's just, yeah. I just, I don't know. But I do think that she can yeah. have a successful business. I do have faith in her business mm-hmm. outside of Blau. Yeah, I, I do have faith in her business and I don't think that she needs him. I think that, I don't know. I feel like Shahida is full of shit. Kind of, I feel like she's full of shit. And I feel like there's a little bit of delusion there as well. Um, but I also feel like Bilal is full of shit. And I feel like he's a manipulative yeah. asshole um, yeah. because it's like a part of me understands while he, why he is like not rushing to have kids because he didn't want his first marriage to end in divorce and it did. And he probably is very insecure about that because he's one of those men that probably wants his kids to be grown and come home for Thanksgiving in one house and wake up for Christmas and come mm-hmm. downstairs. and both. Like he wanted that. And his ex-wife, didn't didn't um care and he probably was an asshole in addition to don't know all the details to that so i won't speak on it but whatever it ended in divorce so he's probably not jumping at the opportunity to recreate that so he's old as fuck well he's not old as fuck but he's 40 old enough that i wouldn't want any more fucking kids so he's not jumping into the opportunity to have more fucking kids in a relationship that's already on the rocks it seems Right, it so, was you know it's I mean? been on the rocks since right. she got here. <laughs> right, it started on the rocks. Like it, it so. started on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get it, but then at the same time, I'm like, is this also him being manipulative? Because Shahida is knocking on forty, and the eggs get more and more hard boiled the longer you wait. So it's like, I get where she's coming from when she's just like. Nigga, I don't care how rocky it is. I need a baby. I need a baby. Yeah, Fertilize these I fucking eggs. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, 
I don't know. It's the yeah, battle it's right a there. slippery slope. Yeah, I right, yeah, right. And then it's yeah. also like I can't be too mad at him because he came into the relationship thinking that she didn't want kids. So it's like, yeah, at the very beginning, but that was before she we since we've known her, we've known that she wanted right, kids. Right. Though. So that right, changed a long time right, ago. Right. But I think but, the thing. The problem start that way. But the problem with that is for me, I think that when people do that, that type of thing, I think it's very problematic. And the reason I feel that way is because it's very easy. (laughs) It's very easy for you to get out of the relationship before emotions are involved. Right. But like, so when you come Mm -hmm. in and you sitting down and you know that these are your non-negotiables and you're saying, this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what I want from the relationship before you get serious. And then you get into the relationship and then people flip the shit up. It gets difficult because now you love the person. And I feel like that's what happens. Right. So if he had sat her down in the beginning and been like, hey, I don't want any more kids. And she'd be like, well, I want kids and that's not non-negotiable for me. I don't think that they would have progressed. The only reason I think Shahid is still in the conversation because he got an emotional attachment to her and then she's like, okay, I do want kids. So now he's got to play fucking logical Olympics to make himself okay with being a father at 42. Sounds ghetto to me. I don't want it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I sympathize with that also. I mean, as much as they clearly, you know, set up their prenup. So what he would fund, you know, her yoga business. <laughs> if I am a 37 year old woman at that point, we're also going to be talking about like, what is our target date to, for delivery? When, when will a child come out of me? Like that, that it's so she odd to me. To like, yes, pregnant she, by 40. Four, yeah, no, that's I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> within six months of the wedding night. Like, there should be, I mean, I'm like, so if we get married on January 1st, by September 1st, there should be a baby, right? Like, that's what we're like, there is, there is not a lot of time to waste there. And I know we're seeing Janet Jackson at, you know, 49 or whenever, have like all these celebrities having these very, you know, late in life pregnancies. You, the way your ovaries are set up and the access uh, you have to certain doctors. You, yeah, ideally, you need to get the ball rolling as quickly as possible. And yes, you're 43, and maybe you don't want to be a dad, or maybe you do, or whatever. If you're hemming and hawing and trying to figure that out, you should have married a 25 year old. Like, you, I'm glad that you married someone that was age appropriate, but at the same time, in doing that, you have limited the range of of possibilities that you have on the table at the right. moment so mm-hmm. it's if i if i'm her i would be doing the same thing where i'm like i'm either going to go full force and open this yoga studio all out of order or you're going to put a baby <laughs> inside of me i am going to wage war against you in some way until i get one of the two things that i want if that's what it takes then so be it i'm going to open the yoga studio have no clients have no yoga mats in there be screaming, just telling people to come inside and do that with dogs. Like, if this is what it takes so be it fine well he happy that she got her work permit so she can go work at fucking mcdonald's and go sit the fuck down somewhere it also let me just say it was beyond and i'm sure it was a producer who was like okay so here just just ask it was insane to me that his co-workers were like so when are you gonna have a baby like that's an inappropriate question to ask anyone i feel like but that's i you see it happen with family members who are like Mm -hmm. oh you guys got married Mm -hmm. when are you gonna like sure 
And even then I'm like, don't ask people that. You never know what they're going through. So for you, Marcy and Mindy or whatever their name was, for you as coworkers of my husband to be asking me, so you're, you're, that's, on, that's on the table, right? Like, excuse me? We, you've shown me one property and not even my dream property. So I, like, I really am not beholden to you in any way, shape or form. If you'd shown me, here, this is the yoga studio of your dreams. It costs $3 a month. You can ask me whatever you want. But until then, get in, drive me to the next place, please. Let's, this exactly. is not, this yeah, is that not was a conversation we'll be having. Definitely production. Um, okay, so Jovi and Yara, this is stupid. Um, she wants to go look at places in Prague. Um, she wants a three bedroom with $150,000 budget. And that can't even buy her a fucking studio. Um, yeah, she this girl's delusional. Um, Jovi needs to get her ass in check. Uh, but her mother basically is like, she wants her to have a piece of property there so that, because you never know what niggas will do. Because you know they don't trust Americans or white people. Like, well, I don't even think it's about being like, American. White, apparently, white her mama, apparently her mama got taken to the fucking cleaners after she divorced her daddy. Yeah, yeah. So, you so know what I mean? Some Giselle, Giselle level hurt. Um, <laughs> but I mean, she's not wrong, but Yara's also not smart. Like, you're taking care of a baby. Why would you be paying a fucking mortgage out of the country like, bitch, you are trying to have dual citizenship and just do whatever the fuck you want. And you got me fucked up. Joby better get that bitch in chat. <laughs> oh I think that Yara, I feel like Yara is, Yara is another one that I feel like isn't taking full advantage of all of the plastic surgery that she's paid for, though. Because the thing is, like, there is so much bag to be secured on Instagram. And I feel like Yara is another one who looks like the white version of of what that is she's the white version of mia mm -hmm. and although to mm -hmm. me it looks painful um to do day-to-day -to -day tasks mm -hmm. like smile and blink when your face looks like that i feel like a lot of people for some reason think that shit is hot and yara could be out here making a lot of money selling fashion over and she's because she yara looks good she looks good for like a white woman her face is she has a nice face <laughs> what we believe um, her face looks... to be she looks soft. Re well, remember what it did look like, okay? <laughs> uh, I think she came up. It's, she, she definitely came up. She understood the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Ed and Liz, we don't have to talk about and we can be done. Or <laughs> I, I, I have a quick question, just as, you know, a uh, semi-new watcher. Does Jovi hate her? <laughs> like the the vibe <laughs> the, i'm like is he the one on the cast that hates his partner because that's i mean i mean clearly no. other people do, but his seemed like a deep-seated like you're very like well she didn't I you were like, trying to see secret properties without i'm like he, i feel like joby doesn't control hate, her joby doesn't hate anybody but the orthodontist i feel like uh. that's the only person that joby I feel like that is the only person that joby hates i feel like it's more about control like abby was saying i think it's more about control yeah. it's more about control he don't yeah. want her working he don't want her doing anything so he can keep her in his back pocket like he literally was like I, 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 she'll be ready that she'll be primed and ready to fuck he was borderline and, like yeah. just shy of telling her to let her family get blown up in the ukraine just so she could stay home 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like he was like, look, I will send them a care package. We can send them some perishables, but we're not going over there to get your mother. I know you love her. I know these are all the people you care about. Um, we can just pray on it. Um, I can buy you a nice bag, but I just need you to be here so you can throw that ass back when I come home after a, a four month voyage and breastfeed our baby. Like I'm, I'm, you know, we, we'll figure out, I'll pay for the therapy to get through it. Um, thoughts and prayers. That's the best I can do. That's pretty much what Jovi told her ass without saying it. Um, wow! Yeah, yeah so Jovi, Jovi said it. He, said, <laughs> he was definitely laying it on very thick in the confessionals. He wasn't coming off quite as harsh to her face. Um, but yeah, I do think it's probably controlled. But I do think he does hate her a little bit. But I think a lot of men out here married women don't like women. I think that Jovi is 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 no exception to that. I feel like at least the bare minimum that he's able to do is provide and protect. But yeah, I don't think, I think that his, I think they have an, an agreement where Yara has the pussy and Jova has the money. And I think that that just works for them. Mm-hmm. That just works for them. Mm-hmm. So he's able to, you know, keep her rounds of, of um, uh, uh, fix a flat, you know, injected into the lips, made sure that everything stays pulled back. You know, she needs to get some new tips. You know, he can afford to, he can afford to invest in that. Like he's able to provide her with her needs. Um, and he, yeah. and she provides him with his. Yeah, I, I wish her mom was just a little more cloak and dagger and she really did go the full route that he, he made it seem like it was insane that they had betrayed him in this way and I'm like I can think of like some couples where like someone goes to start looking for something and they're like hey I went to an open house this week and it's like not a huge deal albeit on the same continent to be fair but um I was hoping right. that she would just start swindling I'm like yeah the next time you say you're getting some face work done you need to make your escape um, little bank account because he does seem like the type, even her asking him like, so if we divorce, would you um, t- leave me with nothing? And he was like, no, of course not. I'm like, yeah, they all say that. Oh, he's he's going to say yes. Like, and he will. He would. He very much seems like the type. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they don't seem happy either. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that I am just praying for that poor baby and that nightmare apartment that they that uh, went like- to. These kids, uh, I don't want to do that to Myla, but they all, they all just, Leave these babies alone. <laughs> Yo, it's just like, it's almost like, fuck, she need to have a play date with the other one, the little uh, white whale. She need to have oh a play gosh. date with that jump. Oh, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> it's the head for me. Like, what the fuck? That's Give the babies girl. a fighting chance. Give the babies a fighting chance. <laughs> oh my God. Do we got anything else for 90 days? Nope. That's it. Oh shit. All right. What a shave room screenshots. I we just recorded on Monday, so we ain't got much for the people. Um Ashley Darby has been seen out and about with Luke Goldbranson. Um I don't know who this white man is. Apparently, he was he played hockey. Um, he's been on some of the Bravo shows. Um, so yeah, I wish her the best of luck. Um, apparently they met at the Bravo con. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Ashley, get you, uh, another, the white man with some money. I'm not mad at you. Uh, because I, I, I she wants more kids. So maybe she'll get a few from him. They seem like a young couple. They look good together. Um, I don't know if they're really dating, but we'll see what's going on there. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac, Robin Dixon's husband, Juan Dixon, has been accused of covering up sexual assault and blackmail lawsuit against Coppin State University. Um, you know, I That's just why he's stressed. 
that's that <laughs> might that that might have something to do with it. Um, early onset balding it, it's coming coming to a hairline near you. Um, so like he looked like he got beat up or something. He like looked- he had black eyes and shit. Like he looked <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, he he's had a rough life though. He's had a rough life, which is also why it's very trifling that he did Robin the way he did her ass because Robin was a rider from day one. Um, so that's that was that was definitely fucked up. Um, but apparently he made Robin sign a prenup. I'm like, damn. Um, but apparently it was nothing to fight mm-hmm. up because niggas was broke when she left. Um, but she said, it's all right, baby. I'll get you. I'll get you on the back end. You got me on the front end. I'll get you on the back end. It's all good. Cause she's selling these goddamn baseball yeah. caps. So, <laughs> so she'll have the last laugh on that. Um, DJ's mustard's uh, estranged wife, estranged wife resi- reveals that she signed a prenup despite being with him shooting in the gym. Um, she walked away, uh, from everything that she knew. Um, so I guess she's out here scratching and surviving. Um, but I mean, I'm sure she getting a little child support. Uh, you know what though? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Um, I really don't get these rappers who put all of their babies in, in one place. Like they are have enough sense to have all of their babies with one woman and have an issue with making sure that that woman is set up. Like, even if there's no legal, like, like, you know what I mean? Like no legal obligation to, I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get why, why you wouldn't want that for the person that you created a whole other person. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like the niggas who are messy, like Nick Cannon, who seems to make sure all, cause they keep coming back for more. So all of those women seem to be set up. You don't hear about him in nobody's child support court. So I think that he maintains a healthy relationship with all 19 of his baby mamas over there. So, you know, mm-hmm. as long as they like it, I love it. Um, but like, other than that, like, I don't get why, like, like, why are you not like making sure she all right? Like DJ must have been on a lot of these beats. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Um, Drake uh, is catching heat from all angles. He is uh, apparently getting sued um, by uh, Vogue for posting a fake magazine cover of him and 21 Savage. Um, the caption that he posted, it looked very legitimate. Whoever did this edit, um, clearly has a degree in Photoshop. Uh, the caption read, me and my brother on newsstands tomorrow. Thanks Vogue Magazine and Anna Winter for the love and support on this historic moment. Her loss, November 4th. Um, I don't think nobody cares about uh, magazines. And I feel like it would have been a better I look. I, I feel like it would have been a better look for Vogue um, to just kind of take just one moment to just act like they're not anti-Black and just bring 21 Savage and Drake on there. But I guess that would be too close to like a source magazine cover for them. So it may not happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they had a lot more to gain though from putting Drake on the, the magazine. Cover yeah. To, yeah. To, to, to what, press charges. What is the PR? Is this their PR move for this album to do? Cause they also did like a fake tiny desk concert announcement. So are they doing a lot of fake things that aren't happening i i'm like this is the second thing i've heard about i just have been confused by it both was, gotcha called, moments for them it, it was called um the, the album's called her loss it should have been called Sw- swindled bamboozled i don't understand it i don't know the marketing technique here um they're just lies and deceit all around <laughs> <laughs> this, the album the, i'm gonna the have to listen to this i'm gonna have to listen what is the fucking album about drake loses me because he likes to put out an album with 78 songs and i just don't have the patience of the time to listen to that much drake to yeah. find songs that and drake also doesn't give me like a smooth album all the way through so like yeah. he's not giving me a full body of work for me my personal opinion um that I can invest time into listening to 78 tracks 
Um, he does, he has like the Chris Brown approach where I'm just going to throw shit at the wall and hope something sticks. And I just, yeah. I don't have the patience for that. So I haven't listened to the album and I honestly won't at this point. I just don't care. And then on top of that, like you're something about rappers attacking families don't sit right with me. Like the amount of hate that Russell Wilson gets um, is weird. Um, I think niggas need to go sit down on somebody's couch and talk through um, their daddy issues, figure out why they're so, so dead set on, on creating broken homes and, and, and single parent households and, and wonder why it triggers them when someone else didn't come from that and don't want to, don't want that for their children, why it bothers them so much, a lot for them to unpack there. Um, Drake, why he's hating on Serena Williams, um, who is probably some of the, the highest priced pussy he's ever touched. Um, well, no, I guess he had Rihanna, but Rihanna, I, no, Rihanna had him. I don't even think he had Rihanna. I think Rihanna mm-hmm. had him. That's how that went. Um, why he, why he, why he's so upset that Serena Williams' uh, husband decided to not go out and get bread, and never come back, um, and why it bothers him so much. Um, but yeah, it's just so I had to listen to it because once that happened, I was like, "Ooh, this is this is corny. This is bad, Drake. Like, why you come?" And this woman has been with the one of the founders of Reddit for. <laughs> quite some time like a little little olympian is like five like they didn't just get together you know i mean he he wiped it up he put a ring on it and put a baby in her expedited shipping um so why why is why is he a groupie and you're not when you be side court at every basketball game cheesing like a kid on christmas every time a nigga slam dunks the ball like you are as well a groupie so i guess it takes one to no one but like it why is that not a supportive husband and why do you not think that's a supportive husband unpack that so i didn't listen to that you're not gonna drag drake like this oh i have to i have to because it's 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 not even a dragon it's just you have to notice patterns if you didn't do it if you didn't do it, I would have. So um, thank you for, um, you know, stepping in there. I'm like, between that and the the Megan line, too, I just, I'm like, what's what's going on at the Drake factory of, you know, of dreams? Like, wh- oh, why, wh- yeah. what is this content that we're focusing on? It's just very odd and feels, you know, out of left field. So, yeah, I also have not listened. I guess that is my loss. Um, and I'm at peace with that. So, I'm gonna get it's a it's 16 freaking songs. It's an hour. I'll probably give it a spin just so I can see what the fuck ever what is being talked about. Yeah, he's um, just but yeah, he's, I, I, I get lost with all them songs. I don't yeah. need all that shit. I don't need all that shit. <laughs> give me 10, give me 10 <laughs> songs. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just yeah, Drake, Drake, I think Drake needs therapy. I think he needs to work through this. Um, the amount he's of dragging he's he clearly is, yeah. but I and I feel it. I'm he's probably fighting a lot of demons. A lot of demons. Um, and you know, I hope that he is able to work through that. I hope that he's able to work through that. I hope that he's found help. Um, thoughts and prayers for Drake. But he can't keep going, he can't keep going down this route. Um, Drake, people had not called Drake a bitch in a while. And now they have him um, sashaying across the stage. Um, like Drake is going to fuck up his legacy if he don't keep leaving black women alone. It's not going to look good for him yeah. because black people as yeah. a whole are the internet comedians and they will fuck up your brand um, through just being funny as shit. If you don't just like, just chill a little bit, just leave it alone. Like find, I don't know, find somebody else to play with. Because black women are probably not the ones you want to fuck with. They will clown your ass into a fucked up legacy. And they're already, they're already, they're already letting you know the stove is warm. 
it's just find something else to do with your time. <laughs> find somebody else to fuck with because it's just not looking good. I'm like, your check engine light is on, sir. Pull over. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't, don't do this. Don't, don't do this to you. Don't. Adonis needs like, to make I'm like, sure. Especially, I'm like, Drake just seems like, too, like the rapper that I would argue probably has a majority of Black female fans versus a lot of other rappers. Like, it's odd to mm-hmm. me that you would attack your target demo almost or yeah. like yeah. i'm like i've seen a, a lot of women who are like you know i i as a black woman listening to hip-hop you expect a lot of misogyny i love drake because i can turn on his records and i'm not like clutching my pearls the whole time <laughs> and so for right. him to do this pivot with this new album with megan sweet as pie and then serena who is the goat you know unarguably it's like what are you doing why why are you fumbling this it's so simple you just had to sit there and be light-skinned and rhyme and now (laughs) this dr seuss act is going down the drain very quickly for some odd reason i didn't want this for him but uh it is what it is i suppose um because you know how bad it is that niggas is is 21 Savage was laughing at the shit. So I just, I need Drake to just, you know, it'll be fine. Just work through it. Um, Chris Rock will be the first comedian to perform live on Netflix. Um, Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know what anything about that. I need, uh, Kanye West has alluded to some sort of Illuminati sacrifice um, that- that Is it him? Is it him? Yeah, he's just, Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, Kanye just- that poor man. I will say though, since his billionaire status has been snatched away from him, his tone has been completely different. I feel like mm-hmm. his tone is his tone is more along the lines of like, please listen to me, then you better listen to me. Um, yeah, because now he's poor like the rest of us. <laughs> as a as a multi 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 millionaire, he gets the struggle now. I'm sure he gets the struggle. <laughs> So yeah, God, that's crazy. That's wild that they 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 damn they stripped that man down to his fucking up. Uh, they his I, mean, I love that we were just talking about. I'm like we were just talking about Drake and losing a legacy. I'm sorry, we, that was me speaking out of turn because this here, <laughs> this, <laughs> we know the bar. That was crazy of me that I said that. No, we actually know what the standard here. This this is insane. Like. <laughs> Uh, this will be studied in schools at one day. There, there will be a university, a 400-level course about this. The fall and of probably Kanye West. the near future. It's just, it's like the burning of the Library of Alexandria or something. Like, all of this, I, I just have never seen a fumbling of this many bags of yeah. this size so quickly. Yeah. Um, and to what end? And to be fair... I feel like a lot of people lose parents, mothers specifically, and it changes you regardless of how old you are, but especially being young. Mm -hmm. I can't say I would go to that level, but if my mom passed away in my 20s, early 30s, I... There, there's no question I would lose my mind. Like I would be yeah. in a field somewhere, probably tearing my clothes and eating grass. Mm-hmm. But I can, I'm not excusing any of the behavior, but I can understand you, that happening in your mind. The light, the, the candles went out in the home. Like the lights are off. You just are vibing and going through life. Like I, I, I would probably be 
doing very same energy, I wouldn't turn into an anti-Semite, but you know, I would definitely be <laughs> off my rocker. Um, until I met my met uh, good old mama in heaven, I I I totally get it. Well, we gonna we gonna send we gonna send Kanye thoughts and prayers. Um, shit, well that's it for the shave room screenshots. Let's move on to what y'all niggas want. Um, we have a oh hold on, okay, we have a uh, uh, another write in. Um, Coochie just wrote in from last week's conversation. Um, so this is <clears throat> carrying on. She said three. Niggas are embarrassed of coming from enslaved African people and have a deep-rooted insecurity because of it. So embarrassed that they cling to fake history. Every other week, they say that we are descendants from different groups of people, Jews, Hebrew, Israelites, Egyptians, Native Americans. It's very sad. We shouldn't be ashamed of our ancestors. We are here because they survived. They made something out of nothing. They created a beautiful culture, religious practices, cuisine, music, and language. And we are a product of that. I agree with everything you just said there i don't understand it um i completely agree and i didn't realize i didn't realize i guess i didn't i don't know if i put that together but that makes a lot of sense like it's like why can't we just be descendants of slaves who created all this lit shit um and honestly had the litest culture in the world um which is why niggas always try to like peek in the door take a little gander um why can't that just be enough i don't understand it um so yeah i agree i agree i think it's weird and honestly, the niggas that try to do it aren't niggas who are like studious. Like, it's not like these are like the minds of the community. It's just like Kanye West on Monday is like, yeah, I don't read. It's like eating pig feet. Like, I don't fuck with books and shit. It's not my thing. And then the next week he's like, let me tell you, let me enlighten y'all niggas about our history. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he's uh, gotten so many people on the bandwagon, but you know, it is. It's, it's so interesting that now that hearing that comment, I'm like, the way we have clung to we certain sex groups <laughs> of black people have clung to um clung to the whole uh israel hebrew israelite or we're the real israelites real science whatever idea when and to sort of get away from like oh well slavery like we weren't slaves blah blah i'm like you do remember that like jewish people were slaves in egypt like that is a good chunk of their history like mm -hmm. we're in the same boat um in that regard mm -hmm. so you were jumping from one burning ship just to crawl onto the titanic like that doesn't make any sense at all and if you again knew actual history you would know that um because it's very prevalent and it's also sad to sort of try to distance yourself from blackness and chattel slavery which was unfortunately a chunk of our history but at the end of the day that was a few hundred years out of how many millennium of black mm. Africans? Like that's such a small drop in the bucket um, of all these amazing accomplishments and us being the cradle of civilization and, you know, the, the birthplace of the world. Like it's very odd mm -hmm. to me that that's, you know, all you can see and it sucks, um, mm -hmm. you know, to limit your black experience in that way. I can't relate. Um, and hopefully y'all will stop relating to that nonsense too. If you open a book by a sane person, a real author, don't read Dr. Umar. I please just let it let it end at the memes. Do not do not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> as far as takeoff goes, they weren't around broke niggas. Um, they weren't in the hood. They were with Jay Prince Jr. Jay Prince Jr. is the son of Jay Prince Sr. who discovered and introduce, introduce him to Wave, Jake Chris Jr. and his group, Mob Ties, make rappers check in when they go to Houston, which means let them know um, you there to pay for protection 
or else they're going to rob you. Basically extortion. Um, Jay Prince Jr., the one who walks over, take off body in the video. Didn't watch that video. And I do think anyone who did that is very weird. Um, <laughs> is it broke? But he's trying to live out gangster fantasies through the clout he get off his dad's name. Um, okay. Well, I won't say broke niggas. I'll say hood niggas. Like, I don't think everybody that's touching down in Houston is 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 going through Jay Prince. I just, I, that doesn't make sense to me. I think that if they move into certain circles, they do. Like, I just don't believe Beyonce and Jay-Z are like, you know, when I go to Houston, let me go through Jay Prince. I just feel like that's not, I don't know. I just don't think that's the thing that's happening. Yeah, he just need to be in the house. Yeah, or it feels like niggas in a certain world. Like, imagine, imagine Russell Wilson going to Houston and like, let me touch down with Jay Prince. <laughs> like, yeah. there are certain groups that yeah. I think are moving in certain communities and certain worlds that I think yeah. have to, I guess, touch down with Jay Prince. My thing is, why don't niggas just get money and just sit the fuck down? Like, just yeah, sit go down. somewhere and go somewhere else. Like, don't <laughs> you can't be around the same shit you were around you rapping about it saying you got past it or through it or over it so then do that right Don't dwell in it like what the fuck you right. move from it like you get out of situations you grow <sighs> from situations you learn from situations and if you stay in those situations like you're asking to still be a part of that and then we as, also as ask that world and then we also act like it's like it's like weird that we like I don't know I guess that's her next part of her writing she said also I think rap music is detrimental to our computer uh, community it influences people and lifestyles in in that lifestyle to keep living that way music is powerful yeah. think of how R and B music makes you want to fuck past that though I think yeah. America has a gun problem um, a gun and violence problem and as it relates to men black men killing each other in the hood and white men shooting up schools and movie theaters I think that, that she hit the nail yeah. on the head there. Well, yeah. I'm like, as, as I'm like, to go back a little bit, I think like a year ago, I got um, clear for airport travel, like as a Christmas present for my dad. And the way that I transformed immediately, where I was like, I don't want any of these poor people around me. All of you get out there and cutting to the front of the line. You broke bastards. Move, don't touch me. Like, I very, very quickly acclimated that. And then when it ran out after a year, I was back in the slums with the rest of you. Um, all that to say, if that was just me being able to cut in front of like 20 people at TSA, if I was making millions of dollars, the, like the, this, I'm not checking in with anybody. I right. I don't have to do that. My tax bracket excludes me from having to go through. I'm like maybe there are some lower level artists that have to do this, but Beyonce's not doing this. Rihanna's not checking in with anyone when right. she touches that. Like please, please be for real. So um, that that does not make sense to me. Um, I I'm like if I'm staying you know in, in the penthouse at the Four Seasons. If you don't get me in this Escalade and get me to my hotel room, like I get out of my face. That that is nuts to me. So yeah, if you are able to get out and you've really made it, please get out and really make it. Like, do not turn back. Do not turn into a pillar of salt trying to see what's happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. Keep it pushing. Imagine, imagine Oprah and Tyler touching down in Houston. Like, you know what, y'all? I just got here. Let me get. Where the fuck is Jay Prince? 
Where is Jay Prince? <laughs> what? What? Let me go take a gander. I just need to let him know that I've arrived. Send him my location, if you will. Let's just go chill at a bowling alley. I need a dice game, just so you know I don't get held up. I'm like, I would. <laughs> Oprah, Oprah, and Stedman Graham are sending edible arrangements to people just to make sure they're good. Like, come on, come on, please. I'm. I if that if that's what y'all have to do, there's no hope for the rest of us. My we're Angelo's done. We're finished. Down. She's touching down. She's like, you know, let me send them a bouquet of flowers. Just let them know the streets. Something. Let me let me let me do let me do a haiku real quick off the dome for them. Um, like, my gosh. Like Angela Bass is like, you know what? I went through Houston. I, I wanted to go. I, I just, I wanted to come here, just check out, check out a basketball game or two. Let me stop by. No, 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 no. Denzel Washington and Wilson no. are not sending Mm-mm. any edible arrangements, as you said. They're not sending him a Bath and Bodies gift. Like none of that. None of that. Like get, get, get to the venue. Get to the show. Get to the hotel and 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 home. move around the cabin as freely. Right. Like come on. So yeah, I don't know. I just I want everybody to just. Get rich and mind their business. That's it. Like, come on. Yeah. Get rich yeah. and mind their business. Um, but yeah. shit, that's it for the shade room screenshots. Um, let's move on to the NFUs or NFYs if you uh, have one on your spirit. Um, I just want to give uh, a nigga fuck you to everybody who went out and voted. Everybody who went out and exercised their right to vote. Um, I just appreciate you. I appreciate the the uh, the red wave that the Republicans thought was going to just come through and wash all of the sins away. Um, was more of like a light drizzle, a puddle, if you will. Um, but there was no, there was thank no God, wave. thank God, <laughs> right? Thank God. There was no wave, Good Lord, no wave, no wave at all. Um, no wave in sight. Um, so it looks like it's getting kind of dry over there for y'all. And, you know, I'm grateful for that. So and if you to all y'all who went out and voted. Yeah. And, 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 if, and, uh, and if, you know, a nigga fuck yes for all y'all that went out and voted. And uh, a nigga fuck you for uh, apparently not giving Ebby her goddamn I voted sticker. Wow. Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Thank you for reminding me because I knew I had one. <laughs> so, I totally forgot. And that's why I fuck with you the long way. And so, yeah, I'm going to give the exact same nigga fuck you and nigga fuck yes that DM just gave. I was mad as shit because I always post my fucking I voted sticker and that's fucked up because then I just had to write something on Instagram to say I voted but the bitches ain't give me no sticker and nigga fuck yes to the niggas that got out and voted y'all niggas are showing the fuck out we turning shit blue purple whatever the fuck Virginia talking about look people done with this dumb shit like we need some policies we need some shout out to Westmore you better do good nigga and first black governor like come on Let's only only shit. the third him. in the whole country which is yeah. wild to me but yeah, shout out 22 mario bowser got her third term i like that bitch don't like her fucking tickets every fucking way but i like her um yeah fuck it's, it's a it's a good day it's a good motherfucking uh year um if folks are really that understandably about the stickers i did the absentee voting and they put that sticker right in a little package for you when they mail it to you um so you know you know that is just a way to sidestep uh democracy if you are so inclined i'm just throwing out there as an option um 
Uh, my NFY is for Black Panther 2. I have not seen it yet. I'm going to see it today. I watched the first one, rewatched the first one yesterday, and I was like, this is a phenomenal movie. Like, I, I like Marvel enough, um, but I'm not a stan by any means. Mm-hmm. But I rewatched that film. I had not seen it since it came out in theaters. Um, and I was like, this is great. I don't know. I've heard nothing but rave reviews about the second one. Um, Chadwick, RIP, not being in it, obviously it's a huge, mm-hmm. you know, focal point for the whole film, but I've heard they do a phenomenal job of, um, you know, honoring him and carrying the legacy forward um, in really interesting and cool and respectful ways. So very excited to see it. Um, and uh, my NFU, uh, once again, is for the sun. It is about what? two what time is it right now one something like that yeah about one and the sun is still out and i am pressing my entire body against the window um to absorb (laughs) the rays because they will be gone within the next half hour or so so um yeah that is my my long-standing nfu until about march is going to be for the sun just know that if i don't say it just remind yourself that i am flipping (laughs) the sun off um at any given moment up until uh, we we get our hour back, so that that that's all I got. Shit, that hour turns into like four, doesn't it? Because like the sun goes out to like eight, nine o'clock, done or something. Yep, mm-hmm. as it should, as God intended, as it did mm-hmm. in the Garden of Eden. Um, yes, correct. We are back in the mm-hmm. the right path at that point. <laughs> right. Oh shit! Well, that's it for this episode of Triple T. Bye. (laughs) Adios.